Welcome to the Boyfriends Podcast, where we help you find your circle and, and your man. man. <laughs> it sounded like somebody messed up there. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. It has been. Uh, Wait, what did you say? And your friend, uh, man. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and your friend. friend. Man. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm Jared D. King. I'm here with Saran and Renee. And uh, Saran, why don't you give us a quick update on what you've been up to? Oh, man, yeah, I've been out, finally had a vacation. Me and my friends went out to California, uh, nice. Southern California. My first time actually exploring there. Got to go to Joshua Tree, Englewood, L.A., mm. Long Beach. Long Beach is where all the Cambodian people are. Mm. The number one largest area in the United States where all Cambodian people are. Oh, wow. That was cool. Got my hair cut there because I had cut it myself horribly. And I found this random Vietnamese shop for $9. Looks good. Yeah, yes. So, yeah, just woke up. <laughs> and you just woke up. <laughs> all right, we're going to hopefully, hopefully some of that caffeine will kick in yeah. soon. Uh, Renee, what's what's been going on since last week? Uh, since last week, I mean, I had a whole staycation. I've been napping literally all week, and it's been amazing <laughs> <laughs> very good uh so yeah that's honestly all i've been up to just sleeping i highly suggest that people try it it's amazing good okay <laughs> you're getting caught up on sleep and yeah nothing for me really nothing really to report i mean it's been it hasn't been two weeks since we last recorded we only recorded one episode last time so yeah not a whole lot to report i did enjoy our last episode though and i enjoyed having mama shay on the show um and i think she uh, gave us a lot of wisdom. Uh, she gave us a lot of laughs as well. So uh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, as you can see, uh, Melvin and Tony are not here this week. Uh, hopefully they'll be back soon. So we'll we'll see. Uh, but we're going to jump into this topic. So our topic today is why is it hard to form friendships in local community organizations? And so I'm kind of coming from mm. this at an angle where the typical um the typical advice when you say oh i don't have any friends or um you know or i'm you know i wish i had i wish i knew people or you're mm -hmm. kind of or you're new to a city is to join a community organization doing something that you like to do i in my experience it's been a little bit difficult or it hasn't hasn't necessarily yielded much not without a lot of effort mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just curious what you guys think about that. So I haven't really tried to like make friends through like a community involvement thing. Mm -hmm. um, I know my friend Tyler, so she got involved with her local dog park in Fishtown. And that's how she made like two really great friends, Tara and Ellie. Hmm. Um, so she didn't really have that much issue finding okay. new friends, um, you know, through the dog park. Uh, so yeah, and I, th I think that re what really helps when f like making friends in you know like a community group is just, I don't know, just like honestly just saying hi. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really important because it's interesting. Like I went to a, uh, I'm, I've joined a pool team, so like billiards. Mm -hmm. And they're with, they're with a few of the, I'm on a team with a few of the guys that I know from this tennis group that I'm in. So, I mean, like, clearly I've had success, you know, after a long journey, I've had success making friends in a community organization. But uh, even, like, with this group, I, I went out and we got um, we got our team t-shirts. Mm. 
And it was just funny. I was, I was talking to one of my teammates. So I was like, you know, it's like all of the teams were there to pick up their shirts, but they were all kind of clumped together with their own team. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we're all here at a bar and like nobody is intermingling. Aww. And so, I mean, I know I took it upon myself and you like me and, and, and you know, my, my friend that I was with, you know, we just started talking to, started jumping up from team to team. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, we need to break mm-hmm. up the clicks a little bit. But, <laughs> but like you said, Renee, I think a big um, component of that is just kind of saying hi and yeah, starting like the conversation. Yeah, like you guys already have something clearly in common. Just, I think maybe people just like, again, I think we've, we've talked about it before, but people just get so comfortable within like their mm-hmm. own unit that exploring outside of it just seems like weird mm-hmm. which i don't i don't ever get like just be friendly like you can make so many new friends just by mm-hmm. just walking up to someone and even if they're like i don't know like kind of rude or you don't click like what is that like two minutes of your life that you're mm-hmm. not gonna get back chill like just yeah. <laughs> move on i wonder if it also depends on the leadership of that community that group that's being formed right mm-hmm. it's kind of like are you creating um opportunities like you know for interaction uh i know for me it's hard for me because i'm always the one that's facilitating those type of situations yeah but i I think back when you brought the questions just now um i have to go back to college i guess Mm -hmm. you know me and my um, closest friend he's black i'm asian and we tried to um you know we we went to like the lgbtq college groups Mm -hmm. right and just seeing how the meetings go and whatnot their space um, I know for me and him, uh, we've always tried, but we never felt like we fit in because it's very white spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the white LGBTQ experience, and it's like yeah. we can't relate. Um, uh, and, you know, being at, and this was Penn State, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, I know there were other people of color part of that group, but it, it was just perspectives and in, in lingo and languages that were geared toward um, white culture, mm-hmm. right? And that yeah. can relate to it. Things like, you know, um, sticky rice, right? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. identity as sticky rice, mm-hmm. uh, or or you know, it's very stereotypical, right? Um, so for us, we tried like visiting three, four times, didn't like it, we just stopped going. Yeah, you know, you just got to know what you like as well. Yeah, um, and I think I've never, <laughs> I feel bad, I've never uh, tried to join any other type of community groups. And um, I would also share that. Uh, Sometimes you think Asian people could just hang out with Asian people. Uh, it's not true. Uh, like, there are situations. Stop. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> surprising. But it's kind of like sometimes if in Asian spaces, if they're mostly East Asians, like Chinese, mm-hmm. or, or I say sometimes light-skinned Asians, right? Sometimes. I know I'm mixed. Um, but they have a different culture. They have a different upbringing, and their yeah. jokes don't make sense to me. Mm. Right? I'm Southeast Asian. I'm a refugee background. Our community is a little different. Where mm-hmm. it's like Asia is like a whole ass continent. Or yeah, something. and we don't speak Asian, right? There's no one <laughs> language. Asian. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, it's hard for me to even relate with other Asian ethnic ethnicities mm-hmm. if I don't even relate how they're brought up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. that's just yeah. my perspective. You know, and I think that that's interesting. Like you bring up like the different cultures of these mm-hmm. community organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like when I was kind of jumping from group to group and I was, you know, I I specifically wanted, you know, I wanted gay friends. I wanted people in the community. I wanted, you know, a little bit of a community there. Just because, I mean, I don't know. I uh, I don't want it to be an issue. I never wanted it to be an issue like my, my sexuality. Um, and so I started ser- ser- seeking out some of these spaces, mm-hmm. uh, I will say in Philly. Um, and a lot of them were very white. Um, and that's not to say that that was a bad thing. It's just that 
you know, I think I was in a space where I would feel more comfortable if it was more of a mix of people mm-hmm. or uh, or more or more more black people that were involved in these um, uh, organizations. Mm-hmm. Now, it also brings to mind it's like I don't know. It's just I just always found it so hard to find mm-hmm. other um, black friends in the in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like we aren't in these community organizations mm. that much. Now, I don't, you know, that's not to say that it's our fault or or their fault for not mm. make, not creating a space for us to be there or anything like that, but I feel like the only places that I could meet, or I felt that the only places that I could meet um, other black gay men was, you know, like the club. And that was basically it, mm-hmm. you know? And I just feel like we weren't really out in those spaces that much. So I was mm-hmm. always like one of maybe two black people in a group um, or the only black person mm-hmm. in a group mm-hmm. for a while. Um, so yeah, that was a little bit, that was a little bit difficult. Um, and also the makeup of the groups of, the, of a lot of community organizations are not, are a lot older. So that's mm-hmm. also a part of it. Um, so it's like you don't like you can be it's it's almost like you know I feel like I'm talking to an elder and you can't really be yourself you have to be polite you have to be you know you have to be respectful and not to say you wouldn't be respectful with like you know a younger friend or whatever but it's a little bit different you know yeah like talking to your grandma (laughs) actually like talking to your grandma oh man besties so I have a question connected. Uh, have you ever led um, a community group? And how have you, your suggestions to making people feel welcome? So in case there are listeners who are in charge of these type of groups, um, are, are, you, do you, are you making people feel welcomed? What are some strategies you would suggest to, to help facilitate that, you know, mm. to be more welcoming? Do you have an answer for that? I'm trying to think about like how well, they can I'd be like, more. I I like I want to be able to contribute, but like I don't join community groups. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, I live in North Philly, so it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. My community is Korean Christians. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like I'm like not even kidding you. Like I yeah. live like, I live right by a Korean grocery store, and that's all I see. Those mm-hmm. are like that's literally my gotcha. community. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've um. I mean, I think as far as making it more accepting of other people, I mean, I don't, I don't know that they're not. I don't know that they're not accepting of other yeah, people. Yeah. I think there's just this perception, at least in this city, mm-hmm. that if it's a majority white space, mm-hmm. that they're not accepting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we need to just show up and mm-hmm. test that theory. Mm-hmm. Um, because I never really felt, like I will say like, d- despite my difficulty making friends in these community organizations, I never felt that I was, um, I never felt that I was like pushed away because of my race. I felt mm-hmm. like maybe I didn't, uh, maybe I didn't necessarily fit in on some level. I think there are definitely, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's a little bit of both, I guess. It depends on like it's just like when you're when you're when you see that there are different types of people. Mm-hmm. Let's say that so if you see that there are different types of people coming into your group, mm-hmm. I think you have to go 
above and beyond to make sure that mm. they are that they feel included. Yeah. And so, I mean, and that's just kind of what I do just mm. in general. Yeah. It's like whenever I um, bring a new friend into the group, like even if it's like a friend group mm. or uh, to a family gathering or something like that, I make sure that they're okay. I may make them annoyed by asking them, are you good, are you good, are you good, all the time. I feel like I definitely did that when I like invited you to that Halloween party. I was like on top of you. I was like, you want to play some beer pong? You want to do this? Cause, like, I feel like you, because like, you weren't friends with everyone else, and so I went out of my way to make sure that you felt super welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and what's exciting is, um, for everyone to know, I invited them both to a... 43rd annual Cambodian New Year celebration. I'm That's so gonna be. Excited. I'm pretty sure y'all haven't never been to a space like that, right? No, no I have no. not. So yeah, so I'll, I'll make sure you guys feel welcome somehow. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a shout out on stage if I remember. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I'm right? just, I'm very excited to look hot and get free food. That yeah. is. It's definitely a plus. That is what I'm looking. I'm also looking forward to being introduced to a beautiful new culture, but also yeah. free food. Mm. Some drinks from uh, Cambodian men, <laughs> like uh, oh wait, sing- is hopefully it... single, single men. <laughs> is it open bar? It's not open bar. It's a cash bar. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Cambodian <laughs> community of Philadelphia, get it together. Yeah, what's well, so wrong? Usually, say that. usually <laughs> so here's the thing. Usually we have parties, but it's BYOB most uh. sometimes, right? So Hennessy and all, Heineken and all, and you know, drink it at the table. But this one's, you know. We're at the Hilton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that people can, like, donate? Well, yeah, you could just... Damn, how do I... Go to chb.org. Okay. <laughs> I'm horrible. <laughs> it's okay. We just so... made a new website. I didn't put all the QR codes yet. Okay, okay yeah, so just C-H-P? To learn more. Uh, C-A-G-P.org. Okay. C-A-G-P.org. Yeah. yeah, I'll put that link in the description as well mm-hmm. if uh, you would like to donate. Um, so how do, how do we find success in... I mean, like, I know we we say just saying hi and kind of starting those conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I feel like you need to, like, how do you find success in these community organizations? Or or how do you, uh, when when you start going out to these community organizations, Mm -hmm. I feel like you kind of have to continuously go before you make any inroads, especially if it's a close-knit group. Maybe, like, I think that when you get into it, as soon as you can, maybe take it outside of the community. Like, invite them out to, like, a drink. And, like, say, like, hey, you want to go grab coffee somewhere? Mm-hmm. Um, and not just keep it solely within that community um, or, like, that community group. I think just taking it outside and kind of forming a bond elsewhere might help make it feel a little bit stronger mm-hmm. and less forced, mm-hmm. kind of. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I think yeah, just taking it outside and getting to know them outside of you know pool or mm-hmm. tennis because they're obviously going to have other things yeah um, like my uh i always talk about tyler but tyler's fighting community whenever they get together all they talk about is fighting like i know for a fact you guys have other what things fi- what kind of fighting uh, mma fighting okay. ta- taekwondo I f- i'm so sorry tyler i forgot what kind of fighting you do <laughs> um but mostly mma and whenever they're together all they talk about is fighting i'm like i know you guys do other things like talk about that and Mm -hmm. so i feel like sometimes you kind of get stuck in like that that community where you guys can't get to know each other like elsewhere 
you know? Mm. And I think that's the best way to make friends, mm-hmm. like get to actually get to know them. Don't keep getting, just don't know them for tennis or for yeah. pool or mm-hmm. for MMA fighting, like get to know them. Right. Yeah, you right. just reminded me. Um, so before I returned to my current work, I was actually thrown into the world of environmental conservation. Um, they needed someone who helped develop community. And so basically I was with naturalists, um, birders, all the things you get, horticulturalists, all that. And that's not my world, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I was pretty much the only Asian person in a lot of the spaces. And they were predominantly a nice mix, but still mostly white and uh, African-American. Mm-hmm. So going to that space is, I don't know shit about the environment. I Going to the park was nature for me. I'd never been on a nature walk. Mm. But yeah, I think that my intent for sure was not only knowing I want to contribute to this community, mm-hmm. but also learning from them. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I learned was like naturalists and all these scientists and things, they're so patient and welcoming, Aww. right? With learning and sharing information. Um, and then that's not everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So being in that space, I felt like I could come in and be like, hey, why aren't these spaces diverse? Why aren't there more other ethnic, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I think going in and seeing them for who they are first without this ill will intention and mm-hmm. saying, I'm coming here to change things or X, Y, and Z, just mm-hmm. learning where their community's at, right? I'm spitting, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> like, but, like, um, but yeah, so I think that, yeah, those those three years, and that, you know, I'm still friends with everyone, um, is knowing that, um, you know, there's space to learn and share, and then that's where I shared my pieces and help reorganize and things like that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing when you also join a group that you're, you may not even know you were interested in. Mm-hmm. Right now, I feel like I... I, I we kind of know who we are, but then I was rediscovering myself as a rodent, as the as a naturalist, or mm-hmm. a as a birder, or a as a this X, Y, and Z. And there's a whole movement for um, uh, black birders, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so my colleague Taiki James, he's like helping. Um, he's part of this community, and it's amazing to show that yeah, black people go birding, black people are in these spaces, and they're making waves, and it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful, and you can have employment in it. Right? It's oh, not just cool. a, like sailing and, and all these other cool waterway things. It's not just a white people thing. It's for everyone. Mm-hmm. Just create the space for them. Mm-hmm. You know, have yeah. access. And what does it mean water mean to each of these individual communities? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I would also say, I mean, you know, if you feel that there is not a space. Mm. Create if the you, space? Yeah, create the space. Yeah. Um, that's not, that's easier said than done. But, <laughs> but I mean, that's definitely an option mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that would be that would be another that would be another idea. Now, do you think like for for gay men is it worth it looking for groups outside of like a like a gay group? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a like a because I, I just feel like I don't know me personally. Mm-hmm. I kind of prefer it, mm-hmm. but I've also joined uh, I've joined a uh, Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. meetup. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, and they're not well I don't know one guy might be now <laughs> but <laughs> I hope that one guy's watching <laughs> but um but yeah I mean it wasn't it's not a gay Dungeons and Dragons group it's just Dungeons and Dragons you know what that I'm saying that sounded kind of cool gay, dun- gay, gay Dungeons gay Dungeons and gay Dungeons comma and Dragons <laughs> I'm that sure is there's a, a porno. An old <laughs> DVD out there somewhere called that. <laughs> right. Oh gosh. Uh, but is there is, would there would there be a point to maybe looking at some of those outside groups that maybe you have interests in, yeah. but 
they're not necessarily geared towards like a gay community. Mm. What do you guys think? I mean, with well, that, I'm yeah. I'm not a gay man, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that it would be nice for them for you know to kind of branch outside of you know predominantly gay groups because mm. that could also open up someone's eyes mm. to the gay community um, and kind of, you know, like Dungeons and Dragons, you know, maybe they haven't really had the opportunity to hang out with a gay person mm -hmm. all that much because, you know, like, I don't know, is Dungeons and Dragons like a gay thing? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pretty <laughs> like, is, open is, is that now. predominantly a gay thing is what I mean? No. No. So, yeah. So, like, you never know. Like, maybe that group has never gotten the chance to, like, hang out with a gay person, mm -hmm. you know, talk to them. And then they're like, wow, we should really, like make sure that this space feels more open for mm. LGBTQ mm -hmm. plus mm -hmm. uh, because of that one person. Like we will, I like, I, we, we want to make sure that like more people um, feel welcome. So I think that that would be a good yeah. mm -hmm. approach to, you know, branching out is, you know, you're getting people to get to know you in the, in mm -hmm. your community, exactly. like you're joining communities, which yeah. I think is really yeah. cool. Yeah. And that's perfectly said because, you know, we have intersectional identities, right? When I'm in my spaces, it's funny because like when I'm in this space, I bring up being Asian a lot more, being Cambodian. But when I'm in my own space, I let it be known, hey, I'm gay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gay. There's, you know, because we're mm -hmm. very, if you think about it a lot, you know, uh, in my community, a bit more conservative, right? And we don't talk about gay stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I make it known. I start to talk more about those key pieces. I know, for example, one, there was a conversation about um, caregivers, you know, like um, mom, like for the event that's coming up. Uh, how come we don't say mom and dad that they could get a comp ticket if their children's coming, right? That's in our program. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you can't just say mom and dad. It's something so simple to us that they yeah. don't think about it. Mm -hmm. like, it might be a single parent. They might have two moms. They have two dads. You can't just assume that's mom and yeah. dad. It could be a grandma, caregiver, mm -hmm. right? But anyway, Guardian. but yeah, <laughs> having those different spaces you're in, I always feel like I have to educate other people in spaces about me being gay mm -hmm. or, or just the community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's in my mind, that's in the back of my mind. Yeah. When I go into new spaces, mm -hmm. it's and I, I don't know if you can relate, you always gotta fucking come out every single damn time mm -hmm. to the new group that you're, mm -hmm. you're in. Mm -hmm. I don't have to come out being Asian because I look Asian and you know, you but imagine? when it comes to being gay, I feel like, oh, that's why I feel like dragging my feet when I have to. It's like, okay, let's, let's yeah. be in this heterosexual I think, space. <laughs> I think that that's why I kind of prefer going to like a gay themed group because mm -hmm. that yeah. piece does not have to be discussed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, if you're going to like a, just a general group, um, you may have to do a little bit more work uh, to kind of get people to understand how to be with you. Mm -hmm. um, it could be worth it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, I think it could be worth it as well. I mean, like you know, I would also try to see if the group says if they're like in the in their group description or whatever that they're open to LGBTQ whatever or they're they're gay, a gay friendly group or something mm -hmm. like that. I think that goes a long way as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. to uh, because you know mm -hmm. with that kind of as their statement, you kind of know that mm -hmm. going into it that you probably don't have to express that for so sure. I, okay sorry i was i was thinking about my friend's dog park and just kind of thought of like lgbtq plus welcome like, <laughs> like like underneath like the side or something <laughs> yeah. sorry because i was just i'm sorry i was just thinking about it like in my head i'm like how would you like make that known without making it seem like super cheesy or like weird like lgbt like, that'd be like that'd be like black people welcome 
<laughs> well, it's not necessarily like that, though. It's more I know, like I know. I'm just, yeah, I just got this vision in my head. And I it so out it kind of like, do you feel like that's the similar tone for like these white stores that write Black Lives Matter? It feels like they have to say it on their door. Sometimes a little, yeah. But I like just I like to see the representation. That's yeah, yeah, amazing. Sure. Um, but yeah, no. I, but now I think just like kind of maybe putting like the LGBTQ plus flag would suffice but for some reason in my head mm. all i thought is just yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a little sign that says lgbtq community welcome mm. <laughs> and i can't get it out i'm sorry oh, i need gosh. to compose myself <laughs> <laughs> all right so um so anyway i mean is there anything is there anything else that maybe we could um maybe kind of close on this one with i know this has been kind of a short topic yeah but um I mean, I think it's important because when we always, we always tell people, oh, just just join a community group, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's kind of like one of those offhand comments. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you don't know all yeah. of the different dynamics that mm-hmm. go into it, especially mm-hmm. if you are from an intersectional kind of community, you're, or you're like, an, you have like an intersectional identity. You're mm-hmm. you're black and gay, or you're Asian mm-hmm. and gay, or uh, or whatever. Um, there's a little bit of difficulty when it comes to that. Um, do you have any like maybe closing remarks mm. for for advice for anybody kind of di- diving in to their community? Mm. Um, I- I'll take the perspective. You're if you're listening, you're in a position of opportunities to help facilitate these meetings and greetings. Make sure you make it intentful, uh, purposeful uh, to welcome other people. Um, might be mindful of microaggressions. This is opportunities if someone's not from your community group to really lead with microaggressions, mm. to thinking that's making them feel welcoming, and it's not. <laughs> um, just being mindful and, and, and intentful with your uh, intentions for your group and who you're, you want to be part of. Yep. Yeah, I would say if you're gonna go to these community groups, if you're gonna try these out, you may have to try a few of them out, at least that has been my, my journey. Um, not everything is going to, uh, you, I mean, you look. You may like luck out and find a group that's amazing on the first try, but um, I think like with anything, you, it's gonna be a little bit of effort. You're gonna have to um, show a little bit of more effort, and it may not be the mo- the best experience um, on the first day. You may not make a best friend on the first day, but you have to continuously go and show up. Um, and I think it's easier when you're doing something that you really like to do. So that's the good thing about community organizations. It's like, if it's if it's something that you're interested in, it's pretty easy to kind of like jump in and, and to continue to go. Um, but I think, you know, you have to, you kind of have to make the time to, to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any, any closing remarks? Uh, honestly, just, you know, find what interests you the most and kind of go in with that community and uh, I think my biggest advice is just to, you know, form bombs out bombs bonds bonds wow. outside of that community, and you know, take the f- friendship outside of the like, the little group, you know, and try to form a strong friendship, you know, like individually. Yeah, individually. Yeah. I think that's what's going to make it more a bit more enjoyable because then you're actually friends. You're not just you know a part of a group. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for watching. And uh, please give us a like, a share. Please comment. Let us know what you thought. And until next time, if you have no one else, you got got us. us.